Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hi folks, Gordon Brewer here, and if you don't know me yet, I'm the person behind the Practice of Therapy podcast, which is part of the Sightcraft network of podcasts, and I'm so proud to be part of this network along with Aaron and Nathan and the Shrink Think podcast and the great work they are doing to help people in their journeys. And if you haven't discovered the Practice of Therapy podcast, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join us as we explore the business and clinical sides of running a private practice. And be sure to check us out at practiceoftherapy.com for all the great resources and free webinars to help you in your own private practice journey. Hey, everyone. Welcome again to the Shrink Think podcast. We are excited to be with you here again today and excited that you're with us always on this journey. Maybe it's in your car, maybe on uh, a run, maybe you're working out at the gym, maybe you're just doing some dishes around the house. Either way, we are excited to be in your ears. It's a little small in here, but thanks for having us. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about forgiveness. I know you're thinking of the song Forgiveness. Even if you don't love me anymore. Okay, so maybe you're... No, you're not. I didn't even think about that at all. Not thinking. But now <laughs> that song is in your head. And cha-ching, cha-ching, we have a sponsorship with, <laughs> with Apple Music and Spotify <laughs> for uh, that song. Man. So thank you. Go download that song and make us a lot of money. <laughs> Just kidding. Because I need some voice lessons. You're going to need to forgive us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And it's one of those subjects that... I think a lot of people come to therapy uh, in general, just really kind of having a lot of misconceptions about it. And so we end up talking about this just, you know, in terms of like, okay, you're stuck here. This stuff happened to you. You're still hanging on to it. You got to get over it. You got to let it go. You need to forgive. And people are like, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) And I'm like, why not? Why would you not want to forgive? And they're immediately like, well, I'm not going to you know, let the person off the hook or um, I'm there's no way I can have a relationship with this person again. And we're like, oh, I see. We're dealing with all of the misconceptions about forgiveness. So here we are. Podcast episode number, whatever it is, talking about <laughs> forgiveness. So let's get started. I want to start by saying, what is it? And then we can kind of weed out what the heck is it not? Well, yeah. One thing I wanted to say when you were talking there, introducing it, I was thinking, you know, there was a whole good amount of time when I was still in grad school and like, you know, it's going through. So there's been like 2000, probably 2002 to like, I don't know, sometime after that, where there was a whole movement going on. Like, you don't have to forgive. Therapists were coming forward and making a big deal about you absolutely don't need to forgive people. You 
should not ever worry about that. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. And it's true. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Was but that related to the wave of therapists that had strokes like 10 years later? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Just kidding. They probably did, though. <laughs> yeah. So it's like um, that kind of, I feel like, points to a little bit about what forgiveness is not. And I think a lot of therapists didn't, I don't know, I guess like they didn't necessarily know, you know, what it is. Because it's not about forgetting. And I know you said you wanted to talk about what it was not about at the after talking about what it was about. Um, but it is about essentially not remembering, which sounds weird to say, but if you think of that word, remember, it means to bring back up. So what you're, what you're agreeing to, you're just not going to bring it back up in your mind. You're not going to, because when that thing is in your head, it has space there. It has energy there. It's an energy suck. It's very strong and very forte. So you basically disempower it by just not letting it have the space, which sounds really simple when I say it, and it's not remotely simple at all. And it's interesting, you talk about disempowering, you know, you can sort of think about it like being a bomb, that it's sort of a ticking time bomb, which actually, it's, that's not a bad analogy, because at some point, if you are pushed to a limit, that thing might explode, and you might take it out on somebody else. So it is kind of like a bomb that's inside of you that's ticking that you need to diffuse. And once it's diffused, you're like, oh, whatever, like it doesn't have any power, right? Like it, there's nothing that can happen. This thing is not going to explode or whatever. It's just as a clunky thing here. But also the thing I want to point out is that you're saying also forgiveness is inside your own head or it's inside your own heart, meaning it's not necessarily something that is between you and the other person. And we'll get into that a little bit later here. But primarily forgiveness is something that happens inside of you for yourself. Right. When you've been hurt or you've been damaged, wounded, whatever you want to say, you are now like in a prison of hurt or you're in a in a jail cell inside yourself that the other person has put you in or that you've allowed the other person to put you in inside your head. And so when you're like, oh, that person, they did this to me and I can't believe like, oh, or you're just hurt and you're just like, I can't believe they did this. You know, I feel this way and that way. Like you are now caged. Right. And you are limited. And so you need to be able to work through those feelings to be able to get out of that cage and go back to being a free little bird again. Right. Well, and I like the metaphor of the analogy about this whole cage thing. The one of the a long time ago when the whole Columbine shooting thing happened, the younger brother of one of the uh, girls that was martyred that day, um, they they interviewed him about forgiveness about like what well, I don't even understand how you've just you seem to let this go and you know you're talking about it and he used actually the cage jail analogy and he said he goes it was like I was holding onto the bars looking outside and I'm looking outside I'm like I hate this cage I hate this cage and then he goes and then it was like I turned around and the door to the cage had been open like and it was open the whole time because I walked into it and I didn't know that I was that I could get out because I wasn't looking to get out. I was looking to stay. I've always obviously remembered that because it was like, man, that is such a great metaphor. But that's what we're talking about, because a lot of times what people will say to me in therapy is they'll say, I can't forgive that. I can never forget that. Wait, what? I can't forgive that. I can never forget that. Well, I'm not asking you to forget that because that's not possible. Yeah. So let me just clarify. You said something a little bit ago that was like, you need to stop remembering it. Okay. So 
there's a difference between allowing it to like come up in your memory, like you're recalling it, you're you're purposefully bringing it back up. That's one thing. It's a completely different thing to forget altogether, right? We're not saying forget like as though it never happened. We're just simply saying deal with all the feelings, take the charge out of it, give it uh take all the power out of it so it doesn't have any more power and then file it away somewhere. Right. And you can get to that file if you need to. But it's just information at that point. And you don't need to bring it back up. You don't need to recall it. You don't need to remember it. But you know it's there. In relationship, a relationship can only be as deep as the forgiveness is. You all are in relationship that we're talking that are listening to this podcast, except for that one guy that's on the hill on Mount Hood that we keep wanting to, to go and give us a review. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but while he's skiing down the hill. <laughs> multitasking little guy. What a nice little camper he is. Um, so anyway, but it's a lot of work is my point. So if you are holding things um, in there, and, and what I mean by that is if you're just simply not forgiving them, it feels, it can feel like you're just, not you're like it's not a lot of work it's not a lot of work you're not really doing anything right well you are absolutely doing something like you're just literally looking out the cage doors um or looking out the cage w- window or whatever as i said earlier yeah another another analogy i will use um with this part of it is like when that injury happens you now have all this baggage right You're carrying now this backpack of injury that you didn't want, you didn't ask for, but it's around your back and it's on your shoulders and you're so mad. And maybe even we'll combine them. You're in that cage with that backpack on, right? And you're like, I can't believe I'm in this cage and the door is open and I'm stuck in here and I have to wear this stupid backpack of all this injury. Like I never asked for this. When in reality, you're right. That is how you got there. Right. You didn't ask for that to happen, but you're now choosing to stay in it and to stay carrying that baggage. When in reality, if you process through it, if you let go of that hurt, which, again, we're not saying means that you're saying what happened was okay. um, That's not forgiveness at all. Forgiveness is acknowledging that what happened was wrong. But letting go of it is saying I'm going to choose to no longer hold it against you. Because that's in my own head. If I'm holding it against you, then I'm keeping that backpack on. I might be, quote unquote, out of the cage somehow, but I still got the backpack on and I'm walking around with it and it's weighing me down, literally physically. um, Unforgiveness does affect your body that way. So moving on from it is actually letting go of that stuff, taking off the backpack and realizing, wow, it's so much easier just being me walking around with no backpack on. I'm lighter and freer. Yeah, and if you think that that unforgiveness or like not doing whatever, like, quote unquote, like not worrying about it is not going to affect another relationship. Um, well, you're wrong. It's definitely going to affect. <laughs> you're just wrong. <laughs> Thank you and have a nice day. <laughs> right? So it, it's just like if you can picture it, it's like this whole thing. I, what I'll tell people is forgiveness is like an organ. It's it's a use it or lose it thing with with muscle. You've got to, You've got to keep doing it because what will happen in using the backpack thing is like you go, OK, Nate and Aaron, I'm going to I'm going to lo- I'm going to forgive them, which is like you take the backpack off and you set it on the ground. And then somebody walks by and goes, 
jerk. And you're like, I love this backpack. And you like, <laughs> right. you pick it right back up. Think it back on. <laughs> right. All of a sudden I'm wearing it. You're sleeping and you wake up in the middle of the night. You're like, how is this backpack on my shoulders while I'm sleeping? Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, just a little reminder that everything's against you. Um, so what that work is of not remembering is like you, you will have to keep taking it back off for a while until it actually is off off. Yeah, think about it like this. When you when you decide that you're going to forgive, you make a single decision. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to forgive. That's a one-time decision to choose that path, okay? Um, so it's like you're at a fork in the road. I know we've got like tons of metaphors. <laughs> yeah, <here. laughs> right. I swear we didn't use drugs before this episode. <laughs> but <laughs> you're on a path and you've got a fork in the road. One of the sides, the left side, uh, goes toward unforgiveness and really it just loops around behind you back to exactly where you are to this fork in the road over and over and over because it's a circle right the right side is forgiveness the right side gets you off the mountain it gets you off of this path and so at a certain point uh, where the fork in the road is you've got to choose one time to go down that path of forgiveness and then every step you take down that path is reinforcing that original choice and that's just like forgiveness you make a single choice to forgive and then you're like okay i'm not going to pick the backpack up i'm not going to stay in this cage i'm going to forgive and you walk that over and over and over and over and at first it's a lot it's very effortful you it's conscious and intentional you might even have to force yourself at times to go that path force yourself to not think about that old stuff um but in time, as you do it more, it does get easier and easier as it becomes more of a habit. So being a bit more specific, um, earlier, what I said was your relationship is only going to be as deep as your forgiveness. Now, here's the qualifier on that. Forgiveness and, and reconciliation are two entirely different things. You may end up in a situation where you need to forgive someone to move on, but it's also taught you something that like, I, you know, Although you are open to relationship because you've forgiven, you are not going to necessarily reconcile a relationship. You might not do that. So what can happen over time, if you are having, you know, you've had some problems and maybe, maybe what you're, you're the person out there listening right now that's like, man, I wish my relationship was deeper than it was. Well, what I would say is, okay, is there anything that you need to actually forgive the person for? And it could be that the other person has not forgiven you for something. Because you're not, when you don't forgive, you're not able to let the person into the intimate space that's inside of you because it's taken up with pain. And so the way that you get through it is you have to acknowledge the pain, like Aaron was saying. You don't like, oh, it didn't, it's fine. It didn't hurt at all. Like, we're not talking about that. It hurt. But in order to go, you have to go into the pain and it sucks, but you have to feel it. You have to acknowledge what it actually did. In order to get to a place of going, okay, because it gives you perspective on the entire situation when you do that, and you can take that perspective and you can go, okay, you know, maybe you come to the conclusion like this person that I need to forgive is still definitely worthy of relationship. I feel like I, I need to learn how to trust them differently, but I can tell them that I can forgive them and I can tell them that. And then what can happen is we can try to start somewhere different. Yeah, I have a, a great, simple, really, really simple example of this. I was having dinner last night with uh, one of our friends, and 
uh, Nathan knows him and we were talking. Nathan was there and he took off and this guy and I were were talking. We're going to get together uh, tomorrow night and do this like golf simulator kind of a thing. And um, and I remember that the last time we had gotten together as a group, um, there was this little I don't know. It's kind of a little guy spat sort of a thing, a little bit of a like mix up. I don't even know what you want to call it, but um, it was like some tension, you know, that had happened and it was a little bit left like, okay, that was a thing. Right. And so I brought it up. I was like, you know, I remember this thing. I felt like it was kind of unresolved. I just wanted to say we're going to be hanging out tomorrow. um, And I I'm really sorry for how that went down. Um, It seemed like maybe like I wasn't intending for that to upset you or whatever, but it seemed like you were you got kind of upset. And he said, you know, thanks for bringing it up. Actually, I thought I've thought about it a lot since then. And it was a really helpful conversation. He shared that it really did. He he thought about what I was saying and it was really valuable and it was really helpful to him. And he also said uh, getting together again. I really don't want that to happen again because it was, you know, a little bit tense and it was kind of like, you know, why does this need to happen here or now? Maybe it can happen a little bit differently. And he was totally right. And as soon as he said, like, I don't want this to happen again, I was like, me too. And we kind of had like a a bro hug from across the table. But that's exactly what you're talking about. We were able to kind of deepen our intimacy or deepen the relationship by getting over this thing, by talking about it, by sharing the perspective of even though it might have been a valuable conversation, um, something about it was was off that we didn't want to repeat together. We sort of agreed together that we need to not do that. One of the and one of the reasons why. I think people we hold on to this unforgiveness is because we it's it's almost like we're waiting for the remorse that the other person has to measure up to where you can go, okay, I'll let it go because they understand. Here's the deal. They're not going to. They're not going because they're not you. They don't know. Um, even when they are remorseful, don't get me wrong, remorse helps, but the weight of forgiveness is still on you because they're never going to be able to totally get it. Remorse might be an indication that you can reconcile with the other person, or if the other person is not remorseful, if they're like, yeah, that's what I did, and I stand by it, I would do that again. You might be thinking to yourself, okay, maybe we cannot reconcile, or maybe we can you know, somewhat reconcile, but I need to have some boundaries in place, because you're not remorseful about this. Right, and what, what I do tell um, when you have, obviously in therapy, one of the things that we deal with, especially with couples, is infidelity all the time it um i will tell people look when something happens like because like let's say that one person's agreed to be forgive like to to forgive they kind of realize that they're keeping it what i tell the other person is okay this is what this means she or he is going to have to do this like a lot this is not a one-time it's a one-time decision to start to do it but you actually are entering into a process of not remembering of like this is now what we're going to do right not remember <laughs> and now that means that when something that you do reminds them of whatever it was that happened like maybe you're looking at your phone and the other the other person comes in and you put your phone away well maybe you just put your phone away because you were putting your phone away because like, you want to be present with them you're like, <laughs> oh you're here okay i'm gonna pay attention to you and then you see the change of the look on their face what I say at that point is I want you to say out loud to them, it sounds like I, I just saw the look on your face and I'm aware that you could be having to forgive me again. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate that. 
and I want you to know that I was not doing what you might have thought I was doing and, and be very open. And this is what I was doing. And if you want to look at my phone, then here you go type of a thing, because that can help the other person essentially keep the backpack on the ground. Like, just don't pick it up. Right. Remember, we're not picking this backpack up. It's staying over here Remember, together. We're doing that. Right? right. And it builds that. Now, the, the other side of this coin that we haven't talked really about yet is forgiving yourself. Right. So doing something that you can't believe you've done. One of the things that we've talked about in the previous episodes is there are really two reasons why post-traumatic stress happens. So like trauma happens. It's something that happens to you or something you do that you can't believe you did. You know, maybe and typically that's a moral infraction. You do something and you like typically what it would be, honestly, the easiest one is you're under the influence and you do something with someone that you're like, no way. You would never do that in another circumstance. And you are like, oh, my gosh, this is the type of person I really am. I'm a horrible person. I don't deserve to be forgiven at all. And uh, you have to get into that space with yourself. I've I've had to do stuff like that where I've like talked myself in the mirror, you know, like and it's hard. I had one person I said to do that. They said that they they stood in front of the mirror for 10 minutes and just left. They just couldn't do it. Yeah, And some people cannot even look themselves in the eyes. Yeah, it's it's um, it is very difficult. I actually think uh, a lot of times that actually may more be more difficult than when you yourself within like something happening to you. Yeah, absolutely. Because because when you are the one that's perpetrated it, like you can you can kind of write it off and like, well, that person's a jerk or I didn't deserve it or whatever. But when it's you doing it, you're like, I got no excuse. That was me. I don't even agree with what I did. And that's hard for me to accept. Right. But that that is where that radical acceptance uh, comes in, where you just have to say, yes, this happened. And maybe uh, like I didn't. Uh, know what I was doing. I didn't realize the gravity or it just was a really bad decision. Um, I'm not trying to excuse it away. I'm just simply trying to understand like maybe it was just a really bad decision. And now I know. And so I can move forward in change by making different decisions and even letting that thing impact me to where I now do certain things differently because of that, because I'm, I'm committed to not making that decision again. I do want to speak really quickly to all, you know, we've talked about reconciling or having boundaries with certain people. It's always worth saying, too, that we also deal with a number of people, often family members that have hurt or wronged people, and they come into therapy talking about forgiveness. And it is absolutely okay to not reconcile with those people. There are times when they are, there is just that toxic dynamic, or if the other person does not have remorse or if the other person has no control over or is not willing to take responsibility over the things that they've done, they've communicated to you that they are unsafe and that there's a likelihood that they may do that damaging thing again. It is perfectly okay to choose to no longer expose yourself to that potential damage and not reconcile with that person. It's okay to be like, you know what, I just can't have this person in my life. Um, and that doesn't mean that you are unforgiving right? You can forgive them in your own head and say, I'm not going to hold it against them. I'm also not going to be a fool and put myself in that situation again. Well, we hope you forgive us for being 30 seconds over. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. 
You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.